back to the Tenfold Podcast. It's been a while, but we're so happy to be back. And we were just talking about how this is our third, like, goodbye episode. We did 2020, 2021, and now, of course, we had to do 2022. Yeah, because we didn't feel like we could finish the year without checking in and just, yeah, having one last yarn. Exactly. <laughs> and this isn't even really for anyone listening. <laughs> it's actually for us. Like, this is for our own posterity and... Like having those check-ins with ourselves and being able to look back and listen like in future years and just remember what was going on. Um, Like our own little time capsule in the best way. (laughs) So do we want to do our pop culture roundup? Yes. That's the first thing. Okay, to start it off light. um, We just went through and talked about basically what our favorite TV shows were. So... It's been a Netflix year for sure. Not just Netflix, I but watched everything. a lot of TV this year. Me too. And I'm like... I, I kind of feel like everyone did, though. I don't know. I think it's like post-pandemic. Just like, like we're still used to those kinds I of think habits. So. I don't know. And just like comfort. It's like a comfort like safety blanket. Well, I definitely like had an emotional year. I had so yeah. much going on this year. And TV for me was like such a, a really good escape. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite shows, you, like... They're all just like so juicy and fun. And yeah, it just was like, I really felt like I was somewhere else in the best way and like places I wanted to be. So to round that up, our favorite shows of the year, our like top two tied would probably be Bad Sisters, if anyone's seen that. Um, I think it's about like eight episodes. It's set in Ireland. Um, Sharon Horgan like wrote and stars in it. And it's about five, was it five yeah. sisters? who like are as close as can be which obviously Tori and I already relate to um and one of the sisters is in this like horrific relationship with this guy Jean-Paul and I just looked it up and his name in real life is Clay's Bang which is really (laughs) interesting but he's so good he was Dracula in this like Netflix Dracula show that was on a few years ago um and then so he played like a evil character there and then he played this evil husband in this and he's amazing actually I think he like he's really, really did a good job. You really hate <laughs> But yeah, everyone on this show is so funny and so good. It's just so sharp and like delicious. Like that's how I describe it. Like each episode was just such a treat to watch. Um it's such a good like women show. So if you like watch it with your mom or your sister or your best friend or whatever it is, um yeah, it's just it's just perfect. And it like ties up in a perfect way for me at least at yeah, the end. Like such a satisfying ending yeah it was like a little perfect capsule of itself um and that was on apple tv if i didn't say that already and then and wait this is one of those shows where it was only coming out like every week and i feel like i haven't had that feeling in so long where i'm like when's the next episode coming out and like really like excitedly waiting for it (laughs) and like as soon as it came out we'd be like it's on it's on um yeah and I was discussing it with my friend Debbie who lives in Scotland like that mm. was like art we'd be like okay did you watch this episode this week like <laughs> it was really fun uh, okay our other show and I just I wa- started watching this show like on a weekend when I was sick or something and I just binged the whole thing I think in a day and then you came over and then we binged it again <laughs> well you kept telling me for like a week or something like you have to watch this and I was a bit like oh, I don't know like <laughs> hesitant and then as soon as I watched like five minutes of an episode I was hooked <laughs> You're like, okay. um, and so the show is Heartbreak High and I never watched the original Heartbreak High so for anyone from Canada it's 
Heartbreak High, the original, was kind of like our Degrassi, from what I gather. And yeah, and then they redid it with like an all new cast and it's set in Sydney, like in 2022 or whatever it is. And it's like this group of kids in high school, but um, it's just the best. It like was so sharp and like, but also positive and it made me super hopeful for what like the future is and for kids like my daughter Sadie and yeah and like all in this next generation growing up like I was like oh how cool would it be if this is really how it becomes and they're just like so in tune with themselves and they're well, like just like really diverse in terms of ethnicity and like ability and sexual orientation but not in a it was never even brought up no not in a tokenistic way it was just like this is normal and like they did it just yeah it was just very refreshing and I found I found a lot of shows this year like I noticed a lot more how much more diverse shows were and it was really nice to see that and be like oh it is changing hopefully and like yeah, yeah. it just feels so fresh mm. but heartbreak high oh and then I told my <laughs> friend Christine about it who I feel like dresses like all the characters in <laughs> heartbreak high in the best way and I was like, oh, you have to watch it. And I really, you know, you tell people that and that you don't think they're actually going to do it. Yeah. Like, And so her and her girlfriend, like, randomly saw this Heartbreak High pop-up that was in Newtown in Sydney. And so they went in and, like, took some photos and were like, haha, Alex, like, here's, like, your show you were talking about. Then they went home that night watched like the first episode and then I got a message from her at like 3 a.m being like <laughs> oh my god we just binged the whole thing it is so good and then they went back the next day to that pop-up now that they actually knew what they were taking photos of and took more photos <laughs> which I was like that's so oh, funny I love it. um but yeah that show is just gold like that too from start to finish like it was just there's so much going on and like every character was so rich like mm. and had their own real history and felt fully formed and like I love actually in Bad Sisters and Heartbreak High which is probably a big reason why I resonated with both of them jumping in the water <laughs> is like a it's big true. theme of like of something ending in a positive way or yeah like people coming together and and like and big moments which yeah. if you grew up in Australia or you're like you're in Sydney or whatever it is like that is what you do right like you go to the beach and like or you go to the rocks or whatever it is and then you like have deep yeah. chats and then you go for a swim no and I do feel like in both of the shows like you're saying the characters are really fully formed in a nice way and they were all flawed and had their own issues but like you could still relate to them and I like I felt like they were just more real and, and raw and kind of just like actual people you might know who do messed up things but are just like human yeah i know and i think both of those shows bad sisters and heartbreak high might have second seasons mm. and i don't know how if they, they could ever yeah. like make them as good as the first seasons but it's just it's so nice that both of those shows are kind of a perfect season each of their own mm. so what's our other like honorable mentions what else was on our list okay yeah. on my list actually i didn't even like okay love is blind okay. <laughs> which i know all of the rest i think are mostly reality but love is blind season two and season three was it season two or is it three and four i think it was two. whatever the last yeah. two ones are they both came out this year which is actually kind of hectic if you think about it that they could make Do those two, so yeah. quickly like and churn them out but um i was really into both of them so like the first 
the second the second season was when our parents were first here at the beginning of the year because we watched it together and they got into it even though they hate reality tv and then the third one just happened and i put it on thinking oh i'm gonna like i've got other stuff to do i'll just put this on as like a distraction in the background and it like i probably won't get into it and then i still got so into it so i was like how did i get like this is the formula for it is really good if you like being like analyzing people's <laughs> emotions and psychology and all of that stuff, it's just like, like kind of like watching date. people on like date almost like because mm-hmm. they don't see each other. So they are just talking and like, I don't know. Yeah, it just draws you in really quickly, I think. OK, the other one was Love on the Spectrum, the American version, and then two like more sensational ones which I wouldn't necessarily say they were the best but I enjoyed watching them like while I was watching them was White Lotus 2 which just happened if you want to ever feel like you're on vacation in Italy but you can't go that's a really good one and then Euphoria as well which I was super into when it was on but it didn't have a payoff it didn't make any sense at the end it wasn't great in the end but I feel like both of them are very kind of like visceral shows that draw you in. And White Lotus, you kept telling me to watch because you got so into it just because yeah. you were like, I do feel like I'm in Italy. I loved like the music. Yeah, I loved and I kept putting it off. But then when, as soon as I started watching, it was the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, this is really like just like the colors. And the, it really did make me feel like, oh, I'm in Europe. Like, <laughs> it's just like nice scenery. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it for the... P- I'm sure there is more, but, like, yeah. I think those are the, the main, the main ones, ones you have to mention. Okay, should we get into some of the nitty-gritty? <laughs> yeah, so as always, I would say, if you can, get a journal, write these out, like, mm. pause, um, and just, like, use this as your own little tool for ending the year. Yeah. Okay, what... How would you talk about your 2022? Like, is there a word that you would use to describe it? And, like, just give me the the summary of your life this year. Okay. <laughs> so, the I don't know. If, so, the words that just came up in my head when I was looking at this question yeah. were uh, compact, <laughs> compact, full, oh. chock-a-block, building blocks, foundational. This is very, this is very like, building-themed <laughs> answer. <laughs> She's been doing a lot of housework. Yeah, (laughs) but I feel like the housework was like a metaphor for everything else. So what? Like what? Yeah. Why do those words mean mean something something to you? Like, well, if anyone remembers, I went through a big breakup at the end, like in kind of the beginning of this year, Hmm. and then as a result of that, and if anyone knows, like, even though you have a breakup it like still just keeps going on and on and on especially when there's a kid involved yeah Mm. yeah and um there's just been and oh sorry also I switched jobs I got this brand new job that's like way was way more full-on uh for work but really really fulfilling and I yeah just had lots of house stuff going on and also random like mini catastrophes that Mm. happened which I think I'm gonna get into later with one of the other questions yeah um and yeah, but I, it just was back to back things happening. It's been a really big, busy year and it also like a big, heavy emotional year, but it felt like I was moving things and like moving through things. Like mm. it does feel like that when, when I talk about foundational or building blocks, like it felt like setting down really concrete. like shifting <laughs> things around. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I don't know if that makes sense or not, but that's what it felt like. It does. What about you? The first thing that came to my mind was challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just been, like, it has been such a full on year. And then I think back about to it all, like, because at the beginning of the year I was pregnant and then I had a miscarriage. So I went through that. And then like right after that, we, and we have an episode about yeah, it too. It was one of the was last it 49? Yeah. 49 maybe. Um, and then right after that, we, my partner and I like started to get his kids 50, 50. So we have them like for half of every week. So I became like a 50, 50 step mom, which is like a huge thing. And I would do like drop offs on Thursdays and Fridays and like all this stuff. Um, so that was like a big adjustment as well. Um, and then I got, I had a new boss at my work and there was all this like kind of drama surrounding that. And like, that's the third boss I've had in three years there. So like, it's a lot of change. Um, and then I'm also pregnant now. Yay! <laughs> so I got pregnant in like July or August. So I'm just like half 23 weeks, so over a bit over halfway. But then it's like, yeah, I've spent like kind of half of the year pregnant as well. <laughs> um, so it's just been like a lot. There's been a lot of things, a lot of change. Like, and when I say, yeah, I feel like challenging is not like necessarily in a negative way, but it's just been like, there's just been so much and like so much change and so much adjusting and would you say chock-a-block yeah probably <laughs> chock-a-block <laughs> um and it's almost one of those things where like in some ways I feel like I haven't had the time to stop and even absorb everything that's been happening because it's just all been like going go, go, go. um and when I do stop I'm like oh holy shit like <laughs> I've been through a lot this year and like that also is like part of like I feel like both of our answers also explain a bit like why we haven't been recording this year. Um, there's just been so much going on. But yeah, I'd say challenging. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay, so next question. What's the biggest lesson that you learned in 2022? Um, I think one of, there's been a few things. I think one of the main things is probably like you can't actually control that much <laughs> in life like I feel like I really like realized you can really only like control yourself and your own actions and reactions and those things and like I think with the miscarriage at the beginning of the year that was a huge thing where I was like you can't no matter how much you will something or like no matter how healthy you are do this or that like you can't control <laughs> what happens and then I think also just like in my relationship and having the kids and like so much change and stuff sometimes I think I'd be like oh like I need to plan everything and have everything sorted and do this but like you just can't <laughs> like you can't plan for everything and I was actually listening to our like goodbye 2021 episode earlier today because I just wanted to see what we talked about and one of the lessons I think I had said was that oh, I, I want to try and like not future worry so much or, like I felt like I was spending a lot of time worrying about the future but like you don't actually know if those things will happen and then I feel like I'm still doing that. <laughs> so I haven't quite learned that lesson, but I'm definitely You're more, aware of it. I'm more conscious of it. And like I think that I've also had so many obviously so many changes and things coming up and like with a baby coming, obviously I think you get a bit anxious and you're like, How's it all gonna work out? Um but yeah, I think along with that, I've also um realized like I think I've gotten a lot better at conflict resolution in some ways, like especially in my relationship because I feel like this is the longest relationship I've had and we're pretty good at communicating and 
I feel like with all the challenges and changes and stuff that have happened this year, we've had a lot of things that we have to like talk through and that stuff. Um, and in the past, I would have been really adverse to conflict and like black and white. And as soon as an issue came up, I'd be like, oh, my God, does this mean that like it's over? Like this is too hard to overcome. But now I kind of realize that you don't have to resolve every conflict <laughs> immediately. And like a lot of the times there's not an easy solution to stuff. And it helps to just talk through it and understand where the other person is coming from and then like you don't there isn't even always a middle ground sometimes you just like kind of keep talking about the same stuff and like slowly chip away at it um but yeah I think I just have more maybe a bit more patience and a bit more um like I guess faith that things will work out it does not everything has to be resolved immediately and like it's not the end of the world um so yeah, I don't know. I think in the face of all the challenges and changes, I've found some sort of like inner stability almost or something where I I just have that faith that yeah, things will be okay. And I feel like I'm good at coming back to that even when I like kind of build up into these spirals sometimes and I get really anxious and then I'm like, you know what? This all worked out up and down. <laughs> I'm sure it will work out again somehow. You made it this far. Yeah, exactly. Um, what about you? What's your biggest lesson? My biggest lesson this year is that I can handle it. <laughs> um, and that most things are going to be all right, which is similar to what yeah. you said. And also that life is for play. Mm. And that a lot of this is just to try things out. Yes. That's what I really think. So um, in August, or I think that's what is it, I had like couple of like it's right after our mom left yeah I had a couple of like mini disasters which I won't go into mm. all of them but a lot of them were like financial things that all of a sudden had to pay for yeah. that came up and then the final one that was the biggest one was this like big square patch appeared in the ceiling <laughs> above my dining table and it turned out it was this leak from the shower upstairs and when I got someone in they were kind of like oh you're gonna have to like redo this whole thing and so I ended up having to redo the entire bathroom mm. and I didn't plan like for any kind of renovation like that and it was like super expensive and I had no idea and then I had these other things coming up that I had yeah. to pay for all at once in one month and I thought oh my god will I how will I ever do this right how is it going to work out and somehow it did just actually all work out but I worried so much about it and I like planned so much for it which I think is really important like with something like that like to to make sure that it does work yeah. <laughs> okay. but I also was like super um frugal about some things like with the bathroom renovation even that I really didn't, didn't need, need to, to be. be in the end and I turned and like rainfall shower head yeah <laughs> I, know. I ended up not getting the rainfall shower head even though that was like the one thing I really wanted because it was like six hundred dollars like compared to the other shower head the detachable shower head which I knew I wanted as yeah. well um which i think was a hundred or two hundred dollars mm. or something um and just because there were so many things adding up and i wanted to actually just do the bathroom right in case i keep this place later and like rent it out or whatever and i just didn't want to ever have like big problems again so i tried to like i read completely got the floor redone which you wouldn't normally do in a bathroom renovation i redid the ceiling like i did kind of all these extra bits and then i wasn't sure how much everything was going to add up to even though i was trying to keep track yeah and so then I was like, I need to cut costs like any way that I can. And then after I was like, that's so ridiculous. Why did I just do that? Um, 
but yeah so things like that anyways money also I realized and this is obviously a very big privilege of of mine but in terms of like having this amazing job that I have now and how like things in that way and I think we talked about it before like so like everyone has their problems in certain areas of their life uh and then you don't have problems in others and for mm. me like job and financial security has never been like an I area understand. of but you always worry about it so much I still worry about it yeah, yeah but it never has been like uh, there's never been a problem in it and it kind of always flows so I have like a really good energy flow like through that sector of my life um anyways and so I've been learning how to play a bit more with that now and like the idea that like this is my life and this is like my one life for this person that I am right mm. now. So I should be like taking some more chances and playing a bit more. That's beautiful. I think play yeah. is so important. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What were you grateful for in 2022? Okay. My list is Sadie. <laughs> it's just been so fun to watch her keep yeah. growing and she's not even two yet right so she's two at the end of january but she's already like talking she's so, got much. so much personality yeah she's got so much personality what she likes what she doesn't like she listens and understands every single thing that you said and tries to repeat everything back to you um and she's just such a full vibrant human being like it's really cool it's just like so cool to watch and i yeah and i love her so much and <laughs> i like love our life t our life together um so Sadie, uh, my career, which just kind of keeps going in this great direction. Mm. And I've just had these amazing like opportunities come up and my job gets more and more fulfilling. I keep going from like one company to the other, working on even more interesting stuff mm. that's actually like serving people rather than just like company. media companies that are there to like sell advertising. So like I'm making actual products that people <laughs> need to use that help better their day to day. Mm -hmm. And it's because I'm working in healthcare now. So it's stuff that like doctors and nurses and hospital staff need to to make their lives easier, yeah. which is like so cool. Um, then my home, like I've loved like getting my house in better order and like really feel like it's actually coming together. And that's just been like really fulfilling on its own. Um, I also have my town. <laughs> like, I love living in the Gold Coast yeah. so much. I'm just so grateful to be here. And I went with Sadie to Sydney for Christmas just for three days. It was like a quick thing so she could see her dad and her nana. And um, I love Sydney. Like, we love Bondi. Obviously, we did a whole yeah. episode on how much we love Bondi. But <clears throat> I'm so glad that we live where we live now. Like, I'm so glad we made that decision. Like, this is really the right place for me. It's the right energy. Like... I think especially for settling down and having a family and all of that. It, it just, yeah, it just makes me yeah. so happy. It's like a happiness that can't get taken away yeah. in any way. Like, it's just this, like, solid, everyday happiness. Um, the ocean. I just love the ocean so much. <laughs> like, just, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, if I go to the ocean, like, everything's all right. If I get in, like, I always feel good. Uh, it's just the best, right? And it's so different from anything else in your day-to-day, -day, especially when you're working in an office. Like, it's exactly the perfect antidote to that. Um, my friends, like, I've started to make some really great friends in the Gold Coast, which has been so nice, even though a lot of them have also moved <laughs> out of Burley, <laughs> so they don't live as close. But um, 
yeah, I've just had like really good flow happening there. And then also just my friends in Sydney and back in Canada. I'm so, so grateful for them. I just have like the best friends and it's just, yeah, like life is so not lonely when you have that, which is so nice. So I'm really grateful for that. And then also my relationship with myself, like, which obviously has ups and downs, but I feel like we like got through this year and like we did a really good job and now we're getting to enjoy the rewards of that. And I feel like it's just going to get better and better. And I'm so actually excited for next year because this year was tough, Mm. but But now you're going to like also rich. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like next year is going to be way more fun. Yeah. Uh, that's funny that you said that too because I was just thinking one of the things I'm grateful for is myself <laughs> and I was like is that a weird thing to like no. think <laughs> but um I think because like yeah this has been such a big year and then when I actually stopped now to reflect and think I was like oh yeah like I'm proud of myself for getting through it and like being strong and being like just persevering I guess <laughs> right so um, what were you grateful for in 2022? Me. Uh, no. <laughs> Actually, the first thing I had down is family in general. So, like, that's obviously you and, and our parents. Like, it has been really nice to have our parents here. Um, they're back now. And, like, obviously, I think as anyone knows, par- with parents, it can be you can go through your ups and downs. And, like, I've definitely had some of my, like, teenage angst moments <laughs> with them. But it's also just been nice, like, we hadn't seen them for so long before this year. So it's just been nice to feel like there's more family around and like more support. Um, and just, I think, see how my relationship with them is also after trying to do a lot of my own like self-work and self-healing and kind of seeing them more as people and not just as parents and like understanding a bit more about like them and who they are and their histories aside from being my parents. <laughs> Um, and then obviously it's been so nice having you and Sadie here and just like being neighbors. I feel like it's so nice to just be able to drop by each other's houses. Um, and then obviously my partner and the kids, like, I feel like it's been nice to just be like building this family unit and like having so many of these like moments and just like getting to know the kids better too. Um, I just, in the last few weeks, I've taken them all out on like individual dates. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> and it's been so nice. Like, they've been so excited about I it. Like it's that's just so like, important. It is because it's hard when there's three of them. Like I feel like they rarely get time like on their own with any of the parents or adults. Because well, it's and that's how you build relationships with yeah. adults. So like, why wouldn't you do that? It's like one on one time with kids for sure. And like, it's just it's just been nice because I feel like on those dates, I kind of just let them be exactly who they are and kind of try and find out a bit more about them and like who they are and it's just been really cute <laughs> um but yeah it's just been nice and then obviously i have like a new bubba coming and yeah. like that's just been exciting so i'm definitely very grateful for that like i wasn't sure after the miscarriage how i'd feel like i didn't i think i took a few months and kind of was just like trying to relax and heal and stuff and then i didn't know if it would happen right away again or what what that whole process would be and how it would feel and i was definitely like a lot more anxious at the beginning of the pregnancy obviously because I just had such a traumatic <laughs> experience the first time around that I like didn't want to get a scan and uh, all this stuff but um 
I'm feeling now that I'm like at the halfway mark and I've had the scans and seen her and oh yeah it's a girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> I feel better and Another like I can feel her, sister yeah, coming I can feel her moving around and stuff now so I feel I definitely feel better about it and just like so grateful that we're able to add to our family um and then I'm also really grateful for my work um it's been like an interesting year as I said like there's been a lot of change and things happening but I just like really love all the people I work with I feel like they are a part of my like Gold Coast family and I feel so comfortable around them and I also feel like my work especially after COVID has become more flexible and stuff so like I work from home more and it just especially at this period in my life with like kids and a growing family it's I just really appreciative to have that flexibility and understanding and like working at a place like that is yeah it's been really good um and then I'm also thankful for nature ocean too I've been doing more um walks so that we have this like national park like the Burley Headlands near us so and it's like kind of a is it rainforest rainforest I don't know it's rainforesty um but I've been trying to do that like a couple times a week and and then go for a swim and stuff because I'm not doing anything super active crazy at the moment um but that's just been really nice and then I always see the water dragons and <laughs> uh, I feel like they're like my spirit animal of the gold coast now um but yeah I think what else yeah I think that's mainly what I'm grateful for so oh, what do you want to leave behind let go of and release for 2022 I think a big part of what I want to try and let go of is worry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a lifelong thing, honestly, because the way that our parents are and that we were raised, I think that's just like our default state is to pre be anxious for any possible thing <laughs> that could go wrong. And I think especially in this year with so much change and like a baby coming, I've definitely been like how is everything going to work out where are we going to live what's this gonna like uh, there's just so there's some things to like legitimately plan and think about but I feel like I've definitely like dumped a lot of my anxieties on my partner in a lot of ways and also maybe like not trusted him enough sometimes to know that he will work things out that I want him to and like I when I stop to actually think about that I'm like what is the lack of trust actually getting me <laughs> and like yeah. it's just like learning from my parents past mistakes exactly and I just want to I want to be more present in the moment and not constantly be like living in the future and being like but what if this happens or mm-hmm. what if this goes wrong and this and like even with I think having a baby coming and then having stepkids there's a lot of things that I'm like oh like how will the kids react or like how will I be able to manage it all or like will I be able to make them feel okay and will I have the experience on with the baby like there are a lot of things that I think about but in the end it's also like what I was saying was one of my lessons before where it's like you can't really control that stuff like to an extent I obviously can control like how I approach the situations and try and like make the best of it but worrying so much about all of the bad things that could happen or that could go wrong is just kind of making me miss the present moment right now and it like half of it probably won't even come true anyway so I'm just like putting myself in this spiral that is not productive and then it like yeah I just I want to try and let go of that as much as possible and be more optimistic and more positive and like, like I generally feel like I am that type of person but I think 
probably like pregnancy hormones as well have gotten me into a bit more of like an anxious state in some ways. I think also when you have a partner who's more relaxed about that stuff yes. than you, it makes, makes you it. have to take on the role of being the more anxious person. But you wouldn't want to be with a partner who, who is, is more anxious no. or more that type of a worrier. Yeah. So like you purposely choose, and me too, people who would be more relaxed, but then it automatically puts you in that role. Yeah, because you feel like someone has to be thinking and that's about these that's what things. We grew up yeah. with, right? <laughs> so it's like we that's easier for us to lean into. Yeah. Like I think that like there's obviously a balance because there are some things in our future and with the baby and stuff that I want to like plan for, be conscious about and think about. But I think there's definitely a line that I cross often where it's just like overly anxious and overly worrying about stuff. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm conscious of it and I'm trying to like reel myself back when I can. Um, and yeah, just have more trust in myself and my partner and know that things have generally always worked out in the past. And like, we are very lucky in so many ways. And like, there is so much that I'm grateful for. And I just want to be able to like take on motherhood and take on this new journey, like in, in a more positive way and not assume the worst is gonna happen <laughs> want to enjoy the good parts yeah yeah um oh, I, saw, I heard this really good quote actually about becoming a parent it's actually i forget what his name is it's like rob something he's um an american actor who's actually in this show catastrophe with sharon horgan who's from the bad sister show oh, we were talking okay. about but he lost his kid one of his boys when they were like three from cancer or something and he was just saying like whenever he talks to people who are going to be new parents and are worried about stuff, he says all of the things that you're worried about, you've already dealt with. Like you've dealt with like no sleep or you've dealt with like a tantrum or you've dealt, you know, like you've dealt, you've experienced all of the bad things of parenting already in one way or another, but what you haven't experienced is all the amazing parts and like how much you'll love your kid and like just like that feeling that you get from the joy of kids basically so he was like you're already prepared for the bad parts but what you're not prepared for is almost the good parts because like you you don't even know those feelings yet and I was like oh that's a nice way to think about it and I was like oh make me feel better <laughs> yeah there's good stuff with it too it's yeah not just, <laughs> it's not just tough I think stuff. sometimes like in our culture there's a lot of things that you read that are like you know you just see kids well like, everything yeah. is what's the problem how do we fix yeah. it yeah they're not talking about like oh this is so fun yeah this is i love this part <laughs> this part's really fun too but then like i already know that from having the kids already where i'm like yes there's challenges but then there's also those like amazing moments and like just seeing them grow up and like learn things and yeah it's been awesome so far so i can only assume it will be even more awesome <laughs> um okay what about you what are you gonna release and let go of okay so <clears throat> sorry <laughs> for 2022 i want to leave behind 2021 for good because i mm. feel like i was still carrying around a lot of that with me um i want to leave behind old hopes for a past life that like still kind of rattled around yeah even though i obviously like decided not to continue with those that life and mm. those things like it's still kind of i felt it was like hanging in there and like would come up in in dark times so it's nice to like yeah really put that behind and like also feel as this year has it's been a long year and I really feel like it's divided up into like the first half of the year and the second half of the year for me like they're they're two different parts and 
So act one was the first half, act two is the second half, and act two for me is really feeling like more of a ground zero fresh start. Um, yeah, and I think there was more I wanted to say about that, but now I can't remember <laughs> what it was. So the next thing is I want to leave behind feeling guilty because mm. I always carry around a lot of guilt about different things. I definitely don't need to. Um, and then the other one is leave behind feeling the need to be responsible for anyone other than Sadie and me, which is a really big one for me. It is really big. So, Tori, what's your vision for 2023? For 2023, actually, someone was asking me today if I had any, like, New Year's resolutions. And I was like, I don't actually do resolutions anymore, but I feel like we always do this reflection and kind of set intentions, I guess, for the next year. But I was just like, I feel like my thing is survival for next year. <laughs> but I think that's just me and part of my like worry. That's your but vision? Being that a new mom. So I know. Dense. I know. But I was like, that's not actually. I just, that was like my knee-jerk reaction that's definitely thing. coming from a place of fear. It is, yeah. Um, but I think next year I want to, I really want to like come from a mindset of, abundance and like go into that in the more positive way and think about all the like wonderful things that will come with having a new baby and like building our blended family and, oh, just and like what a luxury if mm. you think about it to get paid by the government to stay mm. at home with your baby yeah. and like have that precious time together to nurture your relationship and your mm. bond and all that stuff yeah I'm actually like really excited for it and we've been I feel like we've just started especially over the holidays doing like more nesting and sorting out more storage for our place and just like making a little like yeah a nice like cocoon that I can be in with the baby um yeah I just I think I'm just envisioning this really like warm and like family oriented year where like I'll just get to meet the little bubba and then like she'll have all these siblings to like love her and she's just gonna and her cousin and her cousin who basically will be her sister too <laughs> um yeah i'm just really excited for it and like i think the kids are excited and obviously it'll be an adjustment but like i feel like it will i feel like it will help us feel like more like a solid family unit together as well and like i think it even gives a bit more security to the kids to just know that i'll be around you know because yeah. it like mm -hmm. cements us as a family more yeah, in that do you way think they've like realized that i think they have i think bryson like the oldest has um yeah i feel it's like interesting to see the comments they make about stuff and mm -hmm. i feel like they're still kind of absorbing it and like figuring it out but i feel like overall they're kind of excited about it and they keep saying stuff about like oh the baby and like we keep buying like new things like mm -hmm. the, for the baby and they'll be like what's that one for what's this for and yeah I don't know I feel like they're getting around it and I don't know I think there'll just be more love in their lives and I'm sure like the baby will be like so excited and like I feel like you always just look up to your older siblings and yeah but um no I think it'll be so nice and then like our godmother is planning to come for around like when I have the baby and one of my friends is coming That's up so to exciting. I know so it's just gonna be I feel like it'll be this nice like love bubble um and yeah it'll be it'll be fun and like i've been listening to all these like birthing podcasts and all these things so we'll see how that part goes but <laughs> i'm also excited for that i don't know i just think it'll be this like year of 
like I almost feel like this year has been like being in a cocoon and then next year will be like the metamorphosis into a butterfly <laughs> or whatever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think my vision is just like this warm family home feeling and just really like, yeah, feeling like I'm building that life here that we've <laughs> just been trying really to build. Just really opposite from survival. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned it around quickly and I'm changing my <laughs> mindset and my mind frame. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I'm I'm actually like really excited for it and I think it's just going to be a beautiful year. <laughs> okay, what about you? What's your vision for 2023? My vision for 2023 is... Um, moving on from the foundation that I built mm. this year, uh, more house renos. <laughs> I really am motivated to get the house in tip-top shape um, for whatever may come next year. Um, more building an amazing life, um, more adventure now that I like feel like I've found my feet even more and I feel really steady. Um, and Sadie got her passport, which is so exciting. Woo-hoo. So I really want to get some travel in. Um and also more self-embodiment through the ownership of my own body. Like, uh, I was seeing a PT, or had a PT all for a lot of last year, which really helped. And then, but now I've got to join a gym because I've had more time. Um, and that's just been so fun to get back into it. And that's such a, like, pre-baby Alex and, like, pre-Gold Coast Alex even. Like, yeah. I used to go to F45 all the time and do all that stuff. And I actually really missed it. Like, I love, I just love doing that kind of stuff. Um, and also what I say, ownership of my time as well. So <clears throat> even though I have this nine to five job, um, but I get to work from home sometimes I get to work in the office. I want to, f- I love creating my life. So it feels like I'm not always working. So like my time before work and my time after work is also precious. And like my days are full in like the best way. So there's lots of good stuff going on that makes me happy. makes me feel fulfilled and makes me feel like I'm not just like a slave to the man or whatever you want to call it. Um, I also have a vision for lots of love, like just like to keep growing and growing in that way. That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, So the other thing I wrote about was the 10 year exercise, but we decided to record a separate episode about that, which I'm really excited about. So that'll be like a, early new year's Mm. um exercise in itself really yeah well we're going away for like a sister's weekend next weekend for a baby moon that's what i've been going yeah (laughs) so we're gonna record it then and like it'll be a nice exercise for us to do and yeah just work through and see where we're at and where we've come from um but yeah i don't know what else is there about this year i'm trying to like summarize it in my head or wrap it up but like it's still a blur to me <laughs> it's been a big year I feel like when I was pregnant pregnancy is so insular like I felt like I just went into myself yeah. and like lived this really internal life for most of the year yeah I definitely have. I feel like yeah especially like having the kids more and stuff I feel like I've very much been like homebound a lot of the time and family oriented but it's been nice too it's been like a feels like it's like nesting before the big baby <laughs> big <laughs> the big baby <laughs> into your nest yes uh, uh. <laughs> 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 
Christmas. Okay, do we want to pull a card for 2023? Yeah, I think we should. That sounds good. Okay. Okay, so we have pulled a card from the tarot deck um, to symbolize the energy for 2023 and give everyone a bit of guidance into the year. So the card that we pulled was the Two of Pentacles. So I'll just read a little passage about that. The Two of Pentacles contains a juggler. He is juggling his money, his physical energy or talents in order to find a balance between those things he feels obliged to do and the things he loves to do. He could be juggling a career and personal interests. The loop around the two pentacles forms an infinity sign, suggesting that money is a form of energy that moves continuously. The boats on the wave symbolize the tides of life. When your personal tide is in, money and opportunities flow to you easily. When your personal tide is out, these material opportunities are less evident. The juggler's focus is on the lower pentacle or the money, which is going out, being spent. He is clothed in orange and red, and his feet are in constant movement. This confirms the physical effort he puts into earning his pentacles and into spending them. The two represents the weighing of up of opportunities. This time, they appear on a physical or material plane. It signifies the time to decide between two alternatives. Can you afford to do this now, or are you better off waiting until later? Interesting. Any thoughts on that one? No, say it again. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just about weighing your opportunities and kind of deciding what your priorities are, which I was actually looking at the card a lot. Yeah, what is looking at it? Make you feel. Well, obviously, he's juggling. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a blue sky and then this like beautiful blue wave with the pirate ship on it. And the like Joker jester is wearing kind of like red and orange outfit. And he looks a bit melancholy and tired, mm. I would say, but, like, it's easy for him to do the juggling. I'd say that, too. Yeah. So. I kind of get from it that, like, life is what you make of it. And, like, the thing that they just said about tides coming in and out, it's, mm. like, you kind of just determine which opportunities you see or don't see. And Ah. Yeah. I think it's just like one of those things where lens. it's kind of like it's like tenfold. Like you make your life what you want to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I actually have a quote. So my friend Ooh. Vicky sent me a really random but beautiful message today. Right. So I won't read the whole thing because some of it's personal. But um, she said it was something I told her before, which I vaguely remember saying <laughs> to her. But I was like, oh, I really needed that message now. <laughs> so thanks for sending me this message that i supposedly sent you yeah. like a year or whatever ago a few years ago um and then yeah i think it might help some people who are listening too so she said um for everything we want it's really a feeling that we're looking for right so we think like we want let's say like a boyfriend you know or a certain job or yeah. you know any of those kinds of things those things actually all equate to something. So would it be like love, security, like happiness, etc.? Mm. Um, but these feelings can be found through other avenues. And often just by changing our thoughts, we can create those feelings within ourselves rather than actually changing our entire lives or like needing to obtain yeah. these things. And I thought that's really cool because I was talking to my other friend earlier in the week about 
you know, like if you're single, you'll be like, oh, I want to have a partner. I want to like meet someone, blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, and then you're kind of like looking for what's next rather than where you are right at that moment. Mm. Then when you get a partner, boyfriend, whatever, you're in this relationship. And then all of a sudden you have all these other like problems yeah. from being in a relationship <laughs> and then you're fixating on that. And like, it just kind of doesn't end, but it's this illusion that like once you get the thing you seek, you think that you won't have any more of those issues. Yeah but you still do definitely and they just like turn change faces and so yeah I think that relates to I think yeah it's that idea with. where a lot of times we think of happiness as like a destination where you're like yeah if I get the boyfriend or if I get the promotion then I will be happily ever after <laughs> but well and yeah and if you have a tendency yeah. to be more anxious and be a mm. worrier then like you're always going to find the things to the worry about thing. no matter what what where mm. you are and what you're doing it's very true but let's let go of those worries in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I've been teaching, well, not teaching, but like we did alms with Sadie. Yeah. And it was so cute. And now she loves it and wants to do it like during the day and stuff, which is just so cute. Also, I did not teach her this, but she, <laughs> if I ask her a question, the first thing she says to any time I answer, ask a question is, um, <laughs> are you sure pauses. you didn't teach her that? Has she been else. listening to this podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, if you listen to the podcast, obviously, I say um like every other sentence. So I love that she, that is one of the things that she's picked up is <laughs> the pause of um and then like looking and then finally saying what she wants to say. She's taking her time to like come up with her answer. <laughs> it's wonderful. Okay, so we're going to finish you off on a special song for 2022. Will you tell us the story behind it, Alex? <laughs> yes. So we were going to do like our regular yoga chants, but I thought we just need something a little bit more like pizzazzy. And I, we were <laughs> like, so what is the song that represents 2022 for us? And just recently, actually, when Tori found out what the gender of the baby was, I remember I was waiting. We were waiting for like days, right? Because it was supposed to yeah. come. Or you found, and then they called you the day before, but it was right when you were in the car, car with Bryson. You, you didn't want to like, the kids didn't know you were pregnant yet. So it was like, ah, we just wanted to know so badly. And then I was waiting all Friday. I felt like I couldn't concentrate or whatever day it was. And then you finally called me and you told me it was a girl. And I just was so excited yeah. because I really wanted it to be a girl. <laughs> So, and I just didn't think that it was like possible. I just didn't think it would happen because that was too Exciting. great. Like the baby <laughs> to have like a little like sister basically. And like they live on the same street and all that kind of stuff and have this like Ishii sister legacy, right? Yeah. Like who in a million years would have thought that like I would have had a girl and then you would have had a girl. And that's like the first kids that we have. That's just so, it's so interesting. Um, but anyways, that's what happened. And then as when you told me that and I was just like beside myself with like happiness and almost disbelief and all that stuff there was a truck parked outside my house and it just started blaring this song and it was <laughs> islands in the stream by the Bee, Ge uh, Bee Gees Bee Gees, Bee Gees, yeah. <laughs> Bee Gees? No, Bee Gees. 
uh, and it just made me so happy. And then I listened to it like 20 times or something on repeat. I went outside and lay out on the deck and I think you came over. Yeah. We just lay out in the sun and listened to it. And then it became one of my top five songs on Spotify <laughs> because of one day. <laughs> but it was such a beautiful day because I remember I, I think that was the first day I also went to like see the midwives and then I called the like lab and they were sent me the results and I stopped at the beach on the way home and just like I think I brought my like crystals and my mala beads and like a picture of her grandmother and just like oh. sat on the beach and like meditated and I didn't I didn't want to have a preference because I didn't want to be disappointed but I think I secretly did want to have a girl <laughs> I wouldn't have been um, disappointed if it was a boy no just I wouldn't like, like I, I didn't think we could it could be it a could cow, but it then like it does just like work out perfectly because it's like evens out the kids too because now we'll have yeah. two boys and two girls and then sadie has a girl cousin sister and all that stuff and just yeah it's just like beautiful but anyways i was just like sitting on the beach on this beautiful day like and just i just ended up crying and then i called you <laughs> like, yeah. so just picture those okay. things when you hear us sing this song <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Baby, Baby, when I met you, there was peace unknown. I set out to get you with a fine-tooth comb. I was soft inside. There was something going on. You do something to me that I can't explain. Hold me closer than I feel no pain. Every beat of my heart. We got something going on. Tender love is blind. It requires a dedication. All this love we feel needs no conversation. We ride it together. Uh-huh. Making love with each other. Uh-huh. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another world and we rely on each other. Uh-huh. From one mother to another. Uh-huh. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another world and we rely on each other. Uh-huh, from one lover to another, uh-huh. And there's our little mantra for next yeah. year. <laughs> Goodbye, 2022. Goodbye. Thank you for listening, everyone. We miss you. We love you. <laughs> Yay, tentacles. Okay. Woohoo. All the best for 2020. <laughs> <laughs>